Welcome to the Wandiology Podcast, where we learn and demystify astrology as a tool to gain a deeper understanding of our energetic signatures and our interactions with the world. Today, join me for a solo episode where we go through Gemini in the houses or through the houses. And we'll just jump right in to the first house, which again is an angular house, um, one of the most visible houses because it's a house of self. Um, It's a house of how you are perceived. Um, The first time you see someone, you're seeing the first house or the ascendant or the rising, right? Um, So the rising sign marks the start of the first house, basically. Right. So, for example, if you have 26 degrees Gemini rising, that means that marks the start of your first house. And so having Gemini, um, a sign that is ruled by Mercury, an air sign, a mutable sign, um, you get someone who is intellectual, someone who is sociable, someone who is clever, smart, someone who has quick movements um maybe even an androgynous person because this is also very trickster energy because of mercury and it's kind of like trickster because you see how people say gemini the twins and it could be kind of deceptive right um because they're so socially adept and they know exactly how to manipulate the social environments so this could be a physical trickster, um, someone cunning, someone clever, someone youthful, um, could also be someone who is superficial and gossipy because gossip falls under Gemini as well, could be someone who really like fidgets a lot with their hands or like a knuckle cracker or like just something like that. Um, yes, yeah, so that's basically Gemini in the first house. Um, it's giving intellect, it's giving sociable, it's giving trickster energy, it's giving androgynous, someone who you really, really can't figure out like that. Um, so it could also be someone who loves to give out nicknames or to is identified using many nicknames. Um, could also be someone who mimics people, right? Or an actual mimic, something like that. So someone basically who can copy what they see into their own personality, right? And so that's Gemini in the first house. Then we move on to Gemini in the second house. The second house is um, has to do with value. It has to do with financial possessions um, because remember it's a Taurian house, right? Or rather it correlates with the sign of Taurus. And so having Gemini here, you get someone who has flexible values, right? We know Gemini is a flexible sign. So they value adaptability and being flexible. They can earn a living through writing, right? A lot of writing. They can learn a living through being very clever and cunning, right? So this could be someone who writes about finances, right things like that a financial columnist or something like that then they also have very flexible survival needs that's some the people who can kind of adapt their personality to get the material possessions they kind of want 
okay um right so it could end up even being through deceptive means so you have to watch out for the cunningness that comes with the sign of gemini right because there is definitely trickster energy just like virgo because they're both ruled by mercury then yes that's the second house and um the third house um deals with communication coordination right things like that and so gemini falls here naturally because it's a third sign of the zodiac and having gemini in the third house gives you a very incessant talker someone who is always conversating someone who borderline cannot stay quiet at times because they're just always having ideas running through their heads so they talk a lot there may be a tendency for even gossip but in higher forms of communication these are people who are exemplary writers um these are people who are bloggers and people who basically excel at communication so that's gemini in the third house So moving on to the fourth house, which is also an angular house, right? And this is a house of home, right? Your private home environment. This is the house of your ancestry, your roots, right? And having Gemini here called Maine, you have a, an environment surrounded by very clever, witty people, light-hearted people, mischievous people even, um maybe you live with writers um or you live in a writer's compound um tendency for gossip within the family as well um a lot of gemini energy um the lower form of communication because gemini is about communication tends to do with gossip so you have to watch out for that um could mean like an unstable home life Maybe you had to move a lot, even during your childhood, you're here, you're there. So things like that. It could also mean you write for publications about homes or about living spaces. Yes, and stuff like that. So it just has to do with the Gemini archetype within the home, right? And so just think of nervous, this very intellectual, nervous, kind of unsteady energy within the home. Then... Moving on to the fifth house, um, the fifth house ruled over play, it ruled over romance, it ruled over fun, um, creativity, right? Things like art, things like dating. So having Gemini here, you have a very curious person, you have a very spontaneous person, someone who doesn't stick to the typical dogma of romance right so this is someone who probably has multiple dating partners someone who probably doesn't want to stick to the one person um this is also someone who is mischievous when it comes to dating and things of the sort right and you get someone who probably leads people on with no intention of following through right because this 
can give a very flirtatious person but because gemini energy is very here there it's like okay flirt i'm done flirt onto the next flirt onto the next and things like that um these are people who love playing with language probably they love crossword puzzles things like that um things to do with um transportation um cycling right skateboarders um because that's the gemini archetype it rules over like local community but also that local transportation right so what do you do for fun do you skate do you walk do you jog that's gemini in the fifth house okay um do you what do you do as well with your hands do you juggle do you do acrobatics things like that right that require coordination with your hands and then we move on to the sixth house the sixth house is a house of daily routines um of your work like your daily habits at work right and so it's also about your health okay so this could be a very um someone who eats very sporadically okay like very maybe small meals but a lot of meals throughout the day someone whose eating habits are like that um gemini in the sixth is also about where you work on a daily basis so um what that could look like is someone who works maybe in transportation um someone who's a writer right and things of the sort um but these people actually require to have grounding techniques because they're very spontaneous so it's either you have like a daily routine that's here there here there i'm doing this i'm reading right now i'm cooking um yeah so just watch out for how that energy can be utilized in a healthy way Moving on to Gemini in the 7th house. The 7th house is all about the qualities you look for in your significant other. So this could mean a witty, bright, clever partner, a talkative partner, a mischievous partner, um a partner who's an amazing conversationalist, an intellectual partner. Um it also could mean a fickle partner, right? The other side of Gemini. you could marry a writer um or you could have a business partnership with a writer something of the sort um you could also attract someone who has really great connections with people um or someone who is unfocused or scattered could be either or right so you could also marry someone who is very good with a hands a handy man or a handy woman right um and yeah it's just giving um intellect in your significant other right and moving on to gemini in the 8th house the 8th house is about your it's about secrets it's about privacy it's about um other people's money so that could mean that that could mean other people's finances things like that um and having gemini this intellectual sign here it's a sign 
it's i think jeffrey dama has this placement and i know that's a very scary person to reference but they did and it's very it can be a very manipulative placement right because this is the ability to see people very very deeply um to see other people's secrets and to kind of like have a knowing of other people's secrets these are people who could be very good at studying occult sciences they could be very good astrologers tarot readers and things of the sort because intellectually they're able to see through all these hidden things right um which are matters of the eighth house okay um there are also people who are really good at analyzing finances getting to the root of problems when it comes to finances especially right yes that's what the eighth house is giving but having gemini here it can be a very tricky kind of like trickster energy so you have to be careful not to kind of manipulate people okay because you know better you literally know better and then we move on to the ninth house which is um which rules over philosophy religion um long distance travel um and things of the sort and so it's kind of like being a know-it-all having gemini here it's knowing a little bit of everything it's kind of like um studying from different cultures and from different like countries and kind of like mimicking the things that you assimilate right and so it's incorporating those bits of other people's cultures into your life it's um being a philosopher even publishing books about other people's cultures um assimilating other people's religions and so it's having like a bit of everything and sampling a bit of everything so with that you need to make sure that your identity is grounded right you're just not mimicking everyone else's ideas right know yourself and then learn and get inspired from all the other things from all the other cultures okay and so we have gemini in the 10th house which is also an angular house the fourth and the seventh as well are angular houses and they're the most visible houses um the 10th house is about career it's about public reputation it's about your legacy okay and having gemini here um it's this energy of like being a prolific writer being known for for writing being known for being cunning or mischievous um you could be like a very famous writer a very famous blogger a very famous communicator like a public speaker um right and yeah things like that a motivational speaker as well and you could do those things for career or these things could be your calling things to do with your hands right could be your calling as well anything to do with your hands you could be very you could make a career out of that or that could be your legacy moving on to the 11th house so 
um gemini in the 11th the 11th house is about friend groups it's about peer groups it's about humanitarianism so think about um people who are always on the latest humanitarian trends um could be consistent or very much inconsistent having gemini here because gemini is kind of like a very nervous energy so think about book clubs um people who come together to read right um or writing clubs even um friends who are stimulating conversationalists um this is also networking over the internet so i personally have gemini in the 11th yes and so these are people who are very tech savvy they have a very wide group of friends they could be inconsistent in their friendships though because gemini energy is scattered um but they have a wide network of friends because they're charming and they're witty and they're clever and intellectual so could also mean an inconsistent way of reaching your goals so you have to also make sure you're centered in your long-term goals okay um could represent an element of chicory in friendships um an element of mischief right not knowing who you will really trust and things of the sort so moving on to gemini in the 12th the final house the 12th house rules over the subconscious so it's the private things it's the hidden things it's it's uh, mental health it's hospitals you know where you go to be isolated and so having gemini here it could give a superficiality um an inconsistency a gossiping tendency um and you have to be very careful because this these qualities might be hidden right so could be a scattered mind which is your undoing a lot of times the 12th house is your own self undoing so um you could secretly love games and things like that um spending time in like maybe facilities hospitals mental health um areas and things like that um you also have to be very attentive with your mind and taking care of your mind and making sure your mental health is up to you know up to par and just be quite grounded with that um and especially if you have placements here you just have to be careful um about getting pressure from ideas right um make sure you have grounding techniques this is the message i'll keep saying to gemini placements make sure you're grounding yourself make sure you're not taking in too much that you can't handle okay yes and that's gemini in the 12th and so thank you so much for watching um you can follow me on at wandiology on all socials and at the wandiology podcast on apple podcasts on spotify and youtube and i'll see you in the next episode which will be the cancer archetype bye <laughs> 
Your 